When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello there, my name is Miles Jupp, cricket fan. And together with my co-host, Mark Wood, actual cricket man, we invite you to listen to Middle Please Umpire, a new cricket podcast containing the two of us banging on and sounding off together about cricket and quite possibly all manner of other things while lifting the lid on Mark's life as an international cricketer. And as if that wasn't enough, we shall be welcoming some great guests along the way and chatting to them about life on and off the playing field as they spill the beans, drop some truth bombs and see if they can withstand the scrutiny of our brutal interrogations. Middle Please Umpire is available right now from all your favourite podcast providers. Welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs Show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Tonight I've gone with experience to talk about the bizarre game at Marine at the weekend and ahead to tomorrow night's hastily rearranged game against Fulham and uh, this weekend's game in Sheffield. Joining us, uh, three guests returning. Firstly, Jar Wobbles here. How are you, Jar? Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm good. How's it up north? Raining, so I would have I would have popped in to see County versus West Ham. If it oh was. yes, of but course. He, uh, yeah, I would have been called shouting for County, but yeah, it rains a lot up here and it's always yeah. cold. Yeah, I saw I saw yesterday how, how much it was raining up there. Yeah, very, very bizarre. And also, Abby Summers returns. How are you, Abby? I'm good. Always nice to be back on with you. How are you? I'm good. And many people saw you. Was it ITV at the weekend? Was it? Uh, yeah, something like something like that. <laughs> yeah. Last minute. yeah, you're getting asked to do loads, which is great, isn't it? Yeah, it's always nice. Always nice to be talking about Tottenham. Always nice to be on the telly talking about them too. So um, long may it continue. Yeah, fantastic. And also returning, uh, Russell Goldsmith returns. How are you, Russell? Hi, Mike. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. Oh, a pleasure, a pleasure. It's all, you know, so far so good uh, this season. Just to remind you, because it feels like a while since we had a league game. We're currently fourth. In the league on 29 points, four points off top. As we're recording this, I think Man United are about to kick off at Burnley. 
So we hope Bernie can do us a favour. And oh, uh, right, right. I'll put that on the TV. Yeah, yeah, it's all 6.15. No, I've got the telly on. Right, okay. Yeah, right. keep the volume down. Uh, oh, yeah. 6.15, just this noise well, in this what, game. Is it on Skype? Is it on Skype or what? No idea. Uh, probably, oh, I assume well, well, so. Yeah. yeah, anyway, so that, that's on uh, 615. So hopefully, Burnley will do us a favour. We played tomorrow, but firstly, let's look back at quite a bizarre game. It's been we've never played a team that low before in the FA Cup, but uh, as most of the press said, and we said in our uh, match report on Patreon, Jai, it was a professional performance, a few one heart mouth moment with Joe Hart completely misjudging a, a long shot that n- nearly went in, but it was uh. PR-wise, I thought we came out of the whole thing very well, didn't we, Jar? Yeah, well, it's, I, I loved it because my my boy played at that level. He's still, he's still turning out now again. Uh, in an all, he had a game in an Northern Prem a couple of weeks ago before the lockdown. Mm. And um, so I know those teams and those grounds because he played non-league for a few years. So I have a lot of affection for non-league football in the Northwest. You know, um, so for me, it's not bizarre. It's kind of, I know those, I was at one of those grounds a couple of weeks ago, you know, yeah, and some yeah. very good players at yeah. non-league level, some great players, you know. I think people tend to think of them as, uh, you know, players without any finesse, but there's some, there's a lot of fine players that have dropped out of the academy system mm. over the years or whatever, you know, some good players. And yeah, we did the job well. I was very nervous because we're Tottenham. <laughs> I was very nervous when I saw Joe Hart in goal because I think he's a bit, you know, when I saw him punching the wall, come on, and all that before, I thought, oh, God, don't do anything silly, please, you know. Um, but it was a night every day, but they stuck with it. I mean, he misjudged that. If that had gone in, oh, you know, yeah. honestly, you know, I mean, every, the whole country wanted us to lose, of course, you know. Yeah. But we, it was a good professional performance. The, the player of the match for me was Gedson or Jetson. I didn't know really? he was Jetson until really? I thought he wow. was really How long have we got on this podcast? Always, <laughs> always looking for the ball. And actually, Mourinho praised him and Addy the most, which was nice to see. I thought yeah, Addy was really good. If only Addy could do that against teams eight leagues up the pyramid, we'd all be very happy because he was a class above everybody else on the pitch. Great to see Vinicius score. I do wonder it'd be not, if we could maybe see him up top, along with Kane, mm. you know, in league games. It, it, his stats are very good now, you know? Mm. I mean, OK, he hasn't played against great opposition, but he was top scorer in Benfica last year, and it might be an idea to get him up top and have, have Kane as more than number 10 and still have Son out on the left, you know, for some games. He looks... Got great technique, great feet, you know, and looks a footballer. But, yeah, they did the job nice and solid. Davis was solid. It was really good. Mm. Uh, he even brought the youngsters on. I thought Mourinho didn't play youngsters. So it was solid. Got the job done. And it was a, obviously a relief as much as anything, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, Abby, I mean, also what, what uh, I don't think was picked up enough by the press was the credible work that, but let's face it, the majority of Tottenham fans did with buying over 31,000 virtual tickets, giving Marine over £300,000. That was incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, I think hats off to, you know, all the fans that did do that. And it's amazing because it's kind of like 
like like we said, I mean, there's there's the eighth tier of football. No one really knew them up until you know this FA Cup run, and to give them that amount of money is something they could only really dream of. Um, and I think yeah. it's really amazing how Tottenham have got behind them. You know, on the pitch, you know, seeing them all tweeting saying, "Course, I'll sign your shirt," giving them the shirts, yeah. um, and and just being really hospitable. And as fans, I think it's something we could be really proud of that you know we put a hand in our pockets. It's a really difficult time as it is in the world, you know, to yeah. to, to do things like that as it is, and to to give that and to give back to a community. And, and a team that you know it means so so much to them that amount of money and it will do wonders for them. So um, I think we should all uh, give ourselves a pat on the back for everyone that did buy uh, one of those tickets. Definitely, absolutely. And Russell, you know, the other sort of story I suppose was uh, young Divine. Uh, obviously, a lot of press went. Obviously, his debut age sixteen, uh, the youngest uh, ever score for Tottenham, which actually technically is wrong. Uh, for those of you, well, none, none of us remember Bobby Buckle, but uh, Bobby Buckle uh, not won in when he was 15, apparently. Uh, after if, one, if one, you, you know, know your history, eh, eh, you Mike? know your history, but <laughs> you know, in sort of competitive. Well, who, was, who was the 16 year old we signed from St. Mirren in the 70s? Neil something or other. We signed a guy 16. I'm sure he played in the first team. He oh, probably sure. didn't score. Neil something or other. He was 16. He was a big was signing and, and very young, incredibly young. And went in the first team. Yeah, it was because it was John Bostock before was the younger player, That's wasn't right, it, Russell? Yeah. And then obviously this guy. But it was a great goal, and just his celebration was was lovely. Wasn't his, it? his celebration was lovely. Also, what was nice was how you know all that you, you could see on all their faces. In fact, they, I think they mentioned it on the commentary at the t- at the time. I think you know everyone was so thrilled for him, but it, he actually looked a, half a decent player as well, which is, yeah. you know, for, to come in at, at 16 years old and it Man. doesn't matter who, who you're playing against because still the fact that he's playing alongside, you know, the senior team that, yeah. you know, he, he just slotted in perfectly. And uh, yeah, an amazing moment, a great bit of history to see it, you know, you know, to see the history happening yeah, kind of thing. True. Cause um, I can't, I can't see how much younger you can get yeah. uh, to, to play for Spurs than that. So um, no, fantastic. But um, the, the other youngster, Russ was obviously uh, Dane St- uh, Scarlett. So he scored five today yeah. in the FA Youth Cup against Newport. Yeah, uh, five, And I think you got hatching in about 20, 25 minutes today. So we've got some young, I mean, you mentioned that before, um, John mentioned you know about youth coming through. You know, Jose's historically not known for playing any kind of youth, but he certainly has since he's been at Tottenham. Yeah, I think I think he is bringing them through. And and personally, I mean, it, it was interesting. Uh, you know, you know, John saying Gedson, you know, was was one of his highlight players. I I, I have very different views on that. And but you know, and, and I'm not yeah, I'm not one to slag players off. You know, the guy but, will, will yeah, try no. his best. No, the guy will <laughs> try his best. But I just don't. You know, I personally would much prefer. To, you know, when, when you're seeing some of that youth team coming through, I would much just prefer to see them get getting a chance because from. In my point of view, I think we've seen enough of him to say, you know, he he does try. Yes, he can pass the ball from one player to another, but in that, when he's actually trying to create something, the ball tends to either go to an opposition, go out the field. And the funniest thing I saw tweeted the whole way through was actually Marines um, admin of their Twitter feed that said Gedson just had a shot and it almost hit me in the face. You know, so yeah. that that we're, we're for not, me not gonna, yeah, Mourinho. Praised him after. No, no, that's it's the nice same. thing because the kids, the kids come over. He's going back. He's obviously going to go back to Benfica. 
he pushed and probed and he he was really you know kept kept pushing Tottenham forward pushed and probed was always looking for the ball and he did his job you know I feel yeah. sorry for him he's come from Benfica not got any games he's finally played in his proper position Finally, I think I think that know. if he was I think that if he was good enough I think he would have played I think any time yeah. we've we've seen him you know not to be horrible in the last year I don't think he's done anything to really you no. know stand out for, from well, I wonder why they signed well I wonder why they signed him actually I, you know. I, I don't actually know who him and thought that, yeah. that's a bit of a player personally I, I don't know who did that um, and thought he was a Tottenham fit but either way I would also rather see the kids play because he's going back effectively we're not going to sign him we're not going to keep him well not for, for 46 me. million pound we're not definitely no, not we wouldn't, wouldn't even, wouldn't even do it for five not Is well, it was. Well, I didn't know. Yeah, silly money. You know, silly, yeah. silly money. And I don't think he was. A, I don't think he was a Mourinho signing, was he? No, he was. He, he was. He, he was. was yeah, right at the very start. Yeah. Okay. But, um, I, I just would much rather see the kids play there, you know, but, but, than him when he's going to when he's going to go back there. No offense to him, he hasn't done anything wrong. I just don't. No, think as he's I said, yeah, right. I'm not saying yeah. you know he hasn't. It's not like he hasn't tried or anything like that. But I just think you can see if if someone is good enough, and I just don't think he is. And yeah, but you know. Fair enough. But we got uh, anyway. So, John, the next round, we've obviously this bizarre draw yesterday when they drew the fourth round and the fifth round. And I had an awful feeling we would get the Woolwich again. And I was glad I was wrong. I, did as well. came out. Yeah, I, I just did. had this awful feeling we we're going to get them. But I Wickham away. Well. Wickham away. Not a bad draw. Obviously, we had this bizarre game against them a few years ago in the FA Cup at White Hart Lane when we were 3 2 down. Well, I, know, I know one of their directors. Seven direct minutes to go. Yeah. I know one of their directors is a good mate of mine. And I got a yeah. tweet last night. We will get our revenge. Oh, there you are. <laughs> yeah, we ended up beating them 4 3. I think Janssen scored in that game, which was, just shows. What yeah, a weird one. But, oh, yeah, yeah. But we, right, yeah, well, it, I think it was a penalty, but we should get through that one. Then it's looking like Everton in the fifth round, Jar, who uh, I think we last played in the fifth round. I remember the 83 Cup game, which was a massive game at Goodison Park. We lost 2 0. That'd be a tricky one, wouldn't it? That's now a, a tricky route through, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, he's improved them a lot this season. They look a lot, they're really compact, they work hard, they've got a real system going on there. Um, and it will be a game, but. It's eventually in the cup, you, you play a proper team, don't you? They certainly won't be relishing playing us, you know, because we've got there is a, a bit of a change of attitude down there now, and every game's taken seriously. I, I loved it. We've been over this. I loved the Pochettino era. It was a revelation, but I didn't like the fact that we didn't take the cups as seriously yeah. as I would have liked. Mm. I think there were reasons for that. You know, because he didn't quite have the, the squad. We've got a stronger squad now. Although mm. sometimes I look at the bench and think it's not as strong as we maybe imagined it would be when Gareth Bell came and all that. You know, it's not mm. it's not as strong as a as a, I kind of thought there was one two really good players for every position, but not, it hasn't quite worked out like that. But it's, it's still a good squad. And anyway, Everton they won't fancy they won't relish playing us either. That's if we beat Wickham. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Abby, the good thing you could say now, in, in a way, when you go something like Goodison, if we get that far, with a with a big uh, Goodison crowd there, it'll be a tough one. But I mean, you're playing in front of nobody, uh, which, let's face it, is a big advantage to any away team now, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, there is no kind of home away advantage, I, I don't think, especially with all this um, lockdown situation. I think for us, if we can really take the cup seriously this year, like we said, under Pochettino, I think that was one of his 
only real major downfalls is that he didn't take them seriously. And, yeah. um, you know, this team deserves to win trophies. I think we've said it for so many years now. And um, it just, you know, Harry Kane needs to win things with us. It'll be just such a travesty if he doesn't. You know, the same yeah. with Son. What would it be if he doesn't win anything this year, he'll go a bit. And, yeah. and rightly so, because you can only be so loyal and that good for so long without, you know, looking around you and thinking, well, do you know what, I want to win trophies. And I think that no one would begrudge him it would be sad and it would be bad for us if it happened, but I think you couldn't begrudge him and his loyalty because of how loyal he's been, but we need to start winning trophies. And I think if anyone's going to do it, it will be Mourinho. We might not always like it. We might not always agree with the style of play, but you can't argue with his resume. And I think Mm. that he takes the cup seriously. He knows that we're probably not going to win the premier league. It's probably just a bit out of reach for us. I think we need far more investment squad wise um, if that was going to happen but we can absolutely win a cup and get back in the Champions League so if we you know win the Carabao Cup if we win the FA Cup and finish top four I think that's a very successful season for Tottenham mm. well and Russell we're, we're, you know, let's not forget we're already in one final uh, in April so I mean you know it, it's all you know it, it, it all looked a bit crap a couple of weeks ago but uh, it, it did but it was slightly rosier again I think it? it was just a blip I, I mean it, it, there's there's arguments about the style of, of football, but he is getting the results. And um, it was interesting listening to your episode a couple of weeks ago with Tony Galvin and saying like the yeah. players, you know, they don't care if if you know like if if you win a game one nil, um, and you've defended the whole time, the fact you know you end up winning the cup. That's what they're looking at, and yeah. and I think that is the mentality now that that they've got. And yeah, we've we've thrown away a, a few points. We've also been very unlucky on a couple of points that we've lost, you know, that early game against Newcastle, that last minute header against, you know, Liverpool. Um, and, and actually if, I mean, I'm amazed that United have, have managed to crack, creep their way back up there because I, I still don't think they're they're that they could go, they're they that could good. go top tonight as we record. yeah I know but but if you know we've got a game in hand we've got two I, mean, I know we're about to review the games that, that are coming up but you win those couple of games which we should you know do and we're right back in there with with the league so mm-hmm. but but yeah I, I think I mean City in in the Carabao is is obviously going to be hard it's that it's they blooming own this the, that that cup at the moment you know they've won it what three times in, in a row or something and yeah, um, we've, got, we've got a great record and they beat us in the last four, four five six games we've got a great yeah. record against them exactly yeah so we know we can we can beat them um and he is taking the fa cup seriously we're you know we're through to the next round of, of the europa i think it you know i'm a massive fan of Mourinho. i do believe he will win us trophies and there's absolutely no reason why why we won't pick up one, maybe two this year. And and like Abby said, at least top four. But you know, we could be challenging all all the way through. It is it is a weird season with the the fact that you know if you look at the stats, the home advantage is does doesn't exist at the moment. So mm. anything can happen, really. Well, let, let's look at the Fulham game after this very very short break. And we're back from the break. Uh, don't forget this season, uh, we are in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Every week they're giving us some odds on the games coming up. Uh, all you do is go to williamhill.com or if you haven't already downloaded the app, check out the website and the app for all the enhanced prices in the build-up to the kickoff. Here's some enhanced prices for you for tomorrow. Kane and Son both to score 5-2 to two tomorrow night from 19-10. to 10. Uh, Sun over two shots on target and now four to one from three to one. I pick some out here. 
Sutton to score two or more, 18 to five. Kane, 17 to five for two or more. Kane or Sutton to get a hat trick tomorrow night, 16 to one. If you fancy 2 0 Spurs, 11 to two. If you think we're always going to leak a goal, 2 1 is 7 to one. And my favorite, 3 1 Spurs tonight, 10 to one. Joe, obviously, this is this hastily rearranged game. This was our kind of well, this this was a postponed game from the 30th of December. Scott Parker's come out today, you know, throwing his toys out the pram. Oh, my God. You know, we couldn't, you know, this is disgraceful. A little bit over the top, I thought, his reaction. The fact that we were told three hours before the game that it was called off. Um, and we were going to have a game t- t- uh, tomorrow anyway against Aston Villa. It made perfect sense uh, to play this game, surely. Yeah, I, I, I saw that. It was a bit... Disappointed. I like Scott Parker. I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he managed us one day, funny enough. I really mm-hmm. like him. Great player. It's not a good look to be saying all that at this time, especially with COVID, when you look at NHS yeah. workers and people, you think, mate, it's football. It's, come on. You know, you know, football's about the only thing, elite level sports, the only thing that's still Absolutely. going on at the moment. So let's get on with it, for God's sake. You know, yeah. I was a bit yeah. surprised at that. I was happy... The initial game was called off, actually, because I, I fancied them to beat us. <laughs> yeah. um, they're much improved. They look a yeah. different outfit now. Um, and now, I, I've got to be honest, I'm delighted that they've worn themselves out against QPR on Saturday. <laughs> you know, there's anything to win. I just want to win, you know? I, um, I, I, do feel it's a, I do feel it's a bit like, you know, when, obviously not playing at the moment because of restrictions, but like on, on a Sunday when we've got a player hasn't turned up and someone's rung up and said, you know, we've got a space. Do you fancy yeah. a game? I think yeah. it was like, that's what, you know, yeah. oh, Villa, Villa can't play. Are you yeah. free to, tomorrow it's, night? What is this football? It reminds me, yeah, it's like Sunday football or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, dog and duck can't make it. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. fancy a match. Bear, you know, yeah. I think it's, it's football and it's that everyone's, they've got a muck in and just get on with it. But I don't, um, I don't know what he's throwing his toys out the pram for because surely they've really done their homework because they cancelled the game for we're going to play them. so yeah. we were going to play you anyway so you've done there's your homework no traveling. Really there's barely any yeah, no, no traveling at all i mean the only, exactly the only thing i think you can argue is that he played the, the last game against qpr thinking they had a week to rest players okay. so he probably played his bet I, I haven't seen their lineup against qpr i know i know it went to extra time but i assume they probably probably played players that he wouldn't have done if he knew he was playing Tottenham. Well, uh, do you know what? Lots of, lots of good teams play Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday and then play on the weekend, just like we do. So for one yeah. for one week, they're just after going to get on with it. It was their fault in the first place. And I'm not having that. They hadn't done their homework on it because the game was ready to go ahead. So it's just it's just looking through excuses. Very Klopp-esque, I think yeah. that was from Parker. Uh, you're right, yeah. Russell. Do you think, think it'll be... Uh... Relatively straightforward, as, as Charles said, they are absolutely improved from where they were, you know, probably, you know, only sort of six weeks ago. Yeah, they they are, but they haven't won in the league. I, I, I think I had the Premier League up on my on screen here. Where are we? So they've got, what's their, their form is lost one and then drawn the last four. Um, yeah, they've got tight feet. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, so, so they've they've stopped the right in terms of yeah the, yeah. the the defeats, but I mean come on we should we should be beating them and and beating them quite quite easily, but you never you you can never tell. But I, I'm pretty confident. It was interesting listening to some of those bets you were just going through. Actually, mm. you know the the hat, a, a hat trick might you know son or, a, or well actually Harry hasn't had one for ages, has he? He's, he's due a hat trick. Oh, oh come on, it's not going to be a turk. It's not going to be a shooting fish in a barrel. They're, Why not? Much improved. 
oh, they're, they're really, they're well organised now. They're not, it's not going to be any, there aren't any easy games anyway. It's a mistake mm. in this, bar maybe Sheffield United are still nil-nil, I see. They're, they're, all these teams are dangerous. Mm. They're all dangerous. They've got some good, good players. You need, you, it's, it, you, you've got to respect them. You can't kind of talk like it's a walkover. No way. One of the thoughts with Tottenham fans is to get a little bit ahead of ourselves and, you know, to talk of people getting hat-tricks against Fulham, you know, like it's going to be easy. Come on. I've seen a few of their games lately. They're well organised now. They're a different different proposition to the team that started the season when Arsenal beat them. Yeah, but, you know, we've we've Son and Kane have had, have, well, in fact, our first team have had a decent rest. Yeah, We should have more than enough. Should, you'd like to think we should win, but, you know, just, <laughs> every, they've got to go out there and be absolutely prepared to battle, you know. Yeah, yeah I think... I mean, let's face it, you know, Son, you, Kane and Son are not miracle workers. Look against Leicester. If they don't get any service, nothing happens. Look at look at the the game against Southampton. The first half of that game away, yeah. you know, we need to pass the ball better and quicker. You know, I think Mourinho wants that. He doesn't want to sit back deep in every game. You know, mm. um, they got some good. They got who was the boy who missed the penalty um, for them? Oh, um, Lookman, Lookman, who was originally Everton, I think. Lookman, yeah. Milosevic, yeah. if he plays, is a really good striker. They've got some good, good players, you know. Yeah, they have. But, Abby, I mean, you know, it, it's been a while at home in the league that we've really put a team to the sword. And, obviously, Son and Kane, incredible form. And Dombele, obviously, now hitting a bit of form. If we are going to sort of get a 3-0, 4-0, 5-0 win... Uh, I think this, this, this hopefully, and also we need to put a marker down for the season. It's very, very tight near the top. You can't afford to draw any games if you want to be top four. They've got to be going out there full of confidence and and, and try and get a very positive result, surely. Oh, 100%. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to steamroll them because, you know, like we said, it's every game is winnable in the Premier League. There is no one that's out and out a winner, a clear winner of this league. And I guess that's what makes it so interesting. And I guess that's what makes it better than last season when Liverpool have pretty much already won it by this time. Yeah, yes. um, but for, for us, you know, we, we dropped a lot of points in stupid games. You know, mm. like we said, West Ham should never have allowed that to happen. Mm. Newcastle, okay, still should have killed that game off way earlier. You know, yeah. and then obviously dropping points to Palace. The, the Liverpool one, you know, you can kind of wrap your head around. I don't think we deserve to lose it, but it mm. is what it is. And then Leicester, I don't think we recovered from Liverpool quick enough yeah. um, mentally to, to yeah. go into Leicester, which is something we have to work on because a lot of our problems always end up with, with our mentality or lack of. Has um, for years. Has, has for, years. for years. And it's deep-rooted in us. And I, and I really have felt that Mourinho is changing that this season. And obviously we, ha- we had that little spell you know, after Palace, after Liverpool, after Leicester, where I really felt like, oh no, it was this same old Tottenham. Um, but look, it, it's all about how you recover. Mm. And I think that, like you said, they're fresh. They didn't play this weekend, mo- most of our first team. Um, I want to see them playing and coming out strong against Fulham. And then obviously we've got Sheffield. And for me, that's the game that mm. I want to... That, that's that's the banana skin. Yeah, that's that, the banana that, skin. Sheffield that United. Such, that is such a Tottenham banana skin if I've ever seen one. And, and I We lost their last love... season. Lost their yeah. last season. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they sh- they we were have. shocking. They sh- and that, that, that was Poch's last game, the one where it had the toe offside. And they, def- they definitely should have won that against us at home. 
Um, yes. and they, look, they're not the team from last season. We all know that. So for us, this is a very, very good week for us where we should be dominant. You know, we should be killing Fulham off and we should be killing mm. Sheffield off, you know, before they even have a kick of the ball on Sunday. So, no. um, I, th- I thought it was interesting what he talking about mentality and stuff. I thought it was interesting what Mourinho said about, you know, before the Marine game where he said, you know, if, if we lose or, or drop points in Premier League, it's his fault. If they lose that one, it's their fault. You know, the players fault. And I think it, it's starting to, you know, he's, I, I think he's getting that, like you say, it's that, that mentality of um, if they, you know, if they really want to win something, they've, they're, they're, they're getting to that point now where they do understand. I, I think they've, you know, yes, we dropped a few points, a few, you know, for those few games. I don't see that happening again. I don't think he'll allow that to happen again. And and if anything, actually, that that you know, the excuses where people were saying, "Oh, he was parking the bus," I do think that was actually the player because he 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 came out and said, "I never told the players to to defend that lead. I wanted them to go out and get you know more points." I'm talking about you know the the previous games and stuff. And I do think that he is it is a mentality and not his necessarily his directions as to how to play the game. And and he has only been here just over a year, and I think that will change. Yeah, no, fair enough. Let's have a prediction. Jar, your predictions for Fulham and Sheffield United, please. Score predictions. Oh, I think beat Fulham 2-0. Okay. Um, and, all right, I'm going to go, so 2-1 against Fulham, 2-0 against Sheffield United. Oh, well, I remember right. the name of that player. We signed a guy called Neil McNabb. For, he was oh, McNabb, yeah, from Bolton. Neil McNabb, well, yeah, and yeah. He, play, he was not a bad player. He, he played in a time when we... Maybe when we got relegated and all that, he, that. he yeah. played. He played a lot of games. He, he only kind of he only went on to Man City, did well. He only kind of got out of the team when uh, Vio and Ardiles arrived. That's right. Yeah. Uh, before that, the him healthy, and Holder were tremendous. It was the Elfie Con era as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right. yeah. Neil McNabb was a wonderful Tottenham player. Abby, your predictions for Fulham and Sheffield United? Uh, Fulham. Fulham. I'm going to go three-one. Tottenham. Oh, um, <laughs> giving it, giving us some goals there, um, and for Sheffield, I'll go three 0 against Sheffield. I, I feel wow. like we won't concede. Well, I don't think we'll concede against Sheffield. I mean, I'm saying it, I'm saying it like very confidently, but you know, it's very Tottenham after all. Um, purely for the fact that they don't really score many goals, so I mean, yeah. it'd be really Spursy if we do concede one. Well, you know, you know, you know what happened. <laughs> Russell, what are your predictions? Well, well, I never said we would steamroll uh, Fulham. I just was picking up on you on the odds that you were giving. But but mm. seeing as I picked up on that, I'm going to go three 0 for Fulham. Another three 0 okay. Yeah, I, th- I said no. I think we'll keep a clean That's sheet in both, and and I think Sheffield United uh, will be one 0 I think it will be. A, I think that's going to be the harder game. Mm. Um, but again, just looking at the league, they've only got three points. What are the chances that we're, they're well, going to double they, their they've tally? They've got to win eventually. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they'll win tonight in a way, but they've got to win eventually. Nice. I, I'm going to go four-one. Tottenham against Fulham, and I agree. I think I think um, the weekend against Sheffield United is going to be very tough, and I'm going to go two-one Tottenham with a late winner. Um, well, I can't those... understand why everyone's why everyone why are you all thinking that Sheffield United is going to be a. I think I think that's a harder game. They, what that they've they're very rarely out of any match that they've played. They've just unfortunately yeah. lost by the odd goal kind of thing. Then they're, yeah. they're not that. Yeah, I and think, we were well, I dreadful there last season. There, though, where they where they got that psychological thing, they you know they just know they're going to lose games, no matter how <laughs> they perform. With Fulham, you look at for a few weeks, they're a proper team. They're very unlucky not to get a result against West Ham. They not a bad 
insane. You know, they're really well set up now. You know, he's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, really, I, they they recruited really well. That Onam was out the out the side. I think that John who was playing so well last year. But I don't yeah. think he's featuring now very much. But anyway, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, at least we're all expecting to win, right? Things are looking up. We've we got to be we're positive. We've got, we, we got to be yeah. positive. We've got to, tr- got to trust in Tottenham, trust in, trust in Jose and what they're doing. Because I think that week, like like we said, that, that week where it all kind of looked like it was semi-falling mm. apart, I think that I, I really hope they've learned from it. I mean, but only been, we need to be... There's only been two games we thoroughly did in the league we deserved to lose was Everton and Leicester. Yeah. I thought against Liverpool we were a bit unlucky. I, really I did as well. Yeah, we should have won that. And if we'd won that, it's a diff- whole different thing. We should be at least four or five points. That's what we're going to get there. I, I'm, I trust in Jose. Jose, I think he's doing well. It's all good. I think. I think. I think. If 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 this cut come uh, this time next week, we're still in the top four, maybe even third. Uh, will be great. Just to remind people at home uh, for additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, which uh, sort of keeps you up to date with everything that's going on. You get it every lunchtime. Uh, match reports, interview with ex-players. Go to patreon.com slash Spurs show. Next week, I've got Mitch Lee with me, Eleanor Nicola and Barry Castanola uh, joining us. Um, I think that's it, really. I think uh, if anyone's got anything else to add or to plug, um, feel free to do so. Um, any well, anyone, any other business? Go on. A couple of this couple of albums I bought out. Oh really? Where, 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 yeah. What are they called, and where can people get them? Uh, Nocturne in the city available the digital and through our website. And lockdown uh, end of lockdown is available through you know Spotify and everywhere. Yeah. Um, Apple Music. You know. Yeah. Fantastic. And what kind of what kind of music are you playing on? Them? What kind of style are you? Well, not only is it is very gentle, um, cool groove kind of jazz, double okay. album, and the self self pitying, I'd call it really, <laughs> and um, and the other one is just kind of dub of various genres, oh, nice. blues, taking blues and dubbing it up, and one thing and the other. Oh, yeah. great! And what's what's that one called again? The dub. That's called End of Lockdown Dub because I thought it, everyone would be out of lockdown and we'd all be yeah. happy and everyone would go and buy the record. But I got it completely wrong. Yeah. Not, really not quite. Lockdown now. <laughs> well, you could bring it out every few months and then another lockdown. <laughs> I'm keep, and, you know. I'll keep on trying it. Exactly. Well, look, thank you so much, Jar, Abby, and Russell. Thank Pleasure. you so thank much you. Uh, for thank listening you. around the world and supporting the show. It's really appreciated. Uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.